Good morning. Forgive the potential shivers that I do and the fact that we will do a little one minute workout in this. Let's do it now. Let's do a one minute workout to start this morning's talk, okay? So what I'll do actually is I'll interrupt in between it. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's 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 go in between. This is because the heating hasn't come on. On the on the on the coldest day. And it's funny because um only last week was I complaining because the heating in two of the rooms was stuck on um, and it was too hot and now it's obviously too cold. Um, anyway, I'm still wearing shorts so you could argue it's my fault anyway and I'm not taking full responsibility of it. Anyway, it's just interesting that I've gone from too hot to too cold, too hot to too cold and it's a bit like what we do with our diets and with when we're trying to get fit, trying to get healthy, we see something that's often really extreme in it, and that makes it quite exciting. I get it, it does make it quite exciting that it's so extreme. Um, and we often end up cutting out loads of foods, it's often not sustainable, we kind of feel deprived then, and two weeks in that block, that two week hit, is when we struggle most and go back, and then we go the other way, maybe we put on more, and that's kind of what the research shows, unless you have lots of support in that. Anyway, I'm talking today about arthritis, okay? Um, and this this kind of come from, we, we talked about it a lot in the group recently. Last Thursday in our weekly Q&A, I did a talk on um, exercise and like adaptations. And also, we've been doing risk-friendly workouts as well. Um, but I did a talk on arthritis and nutrition side of it, the exercise side of it as well. And of course, there's many types of arthritis, so I'm not going to go into all of that. But mainly, the main, the most common is osteoarthritis. In fact, um, around 18% of women over 60 have osteoarthritis. Um, rheumatoid arthritis is more um, autoimmune condition. So, at the same time, though, it can be triggered by environmental. Um, action so if you're predisposed to it you you can get it but what i actually want to talk about today is more about what you can do what you potentially could do to help with that so with the exercise and we'll go over that now okay generally it shows lower impact exercise is going to be better more around muscle strengthening more around engaging the core a lot more and and i'll just read out what one of the ladies said yesterday which was really cool inside our private group um I have posted this visit to the consultant today about my arthritic hip. He got me to stand on one leg each time, one at a time, and all I could hear in my head was Chloe um, saying belly button to spine, and it worked. Not a wobble, and he was very impressed by my strong core. Thanks, Chloe, and everyone else who has contributed to my weight loss and fitness journey, which is awesome to see. Really cool. And... What I want to touch on today is just to help you with a few things that if you're in that position, if you're looking to get some pointers in that area, just to go through that. So we'll go through some of the exercises first because obviously everyone's different. So what works for one person isn't necessarily going to work for the other because it depends where your arthritis is, um, whether it's shoulder, whether it's hip, uh, wrist, depends on how long you've had it for, depends on someone's potentially someone's weight, like what, how you go about it. But with the research showing generally that lower impact resistance focused training is better, I'm going to show you how you can essentially do that in one minute now. So we'll just go for a really simple adaptation, which obviously I'm doing a blanket one now that you should, uh, and your 
condition. Should be able to adapt for you. I'm going to show you a few little adaptations with this. So chest nice and high to start with, shoulders back. All I want you to do to start with, just start bringing out the crack the walnut in between your shoulder blades. So from here, all I'm doing is pinching my shoulder blades back. So I'm just pinching my shoulder blades back there. And that's my starting position from here. Then what I want to do is just bring my arms up to the side, there, and squeeze, crack the walnut together. If it hurts your neck, lower the shoulders a little bit, and just pin, crack the walnut in between your shoulder blades a little bit less. Then just start small little pulse up and down. So small little pulse up and down from here. And just remember to lower them shoulders. Lower them shoulders. Now what I want you to do is just point your thumb to the ceiling and just keep going up and down. Now, option two, you can make it a little bit tougher now by coming over into a coffee table position. So imagine you're a table, you're coming over as far as you can. Now your thumbs are up to the ceiling and now we're coming in there. So you can go kind of thumbs up position now, in on there. And what we need to do at the same time is dig your heels in the floor as hard as you can. So imagine you're putting craters in the floor with your heels. So you're, you've, where have they gone at the moment? Is it the spacecraft that's going to Mars? So imagine you're in Mars and you've, you've set foot on Mars and you wanna put a footprint in there. Make sure that footprint lasts. I don't even know if you can put footprints on Mars. So dig the heel into the floor as hard as you can. Keep those legs straight. And imagine you're stuck in the mud now. Just keep pulsing. Imagine you're stuck in the mud and dig those heels in. All of a sudden your hamstrings should feel a bit more engaged now. And what you're doing here, this is low impact, but you're, forced, you're creating the tension in the muscle now. Now lift the big toes, dig your heels in the floor, imagine you're stuck in the mud. Now if you can, try ripping the feet apart. So I'm here now and I'm ripping my feet apart. I'm still pulsing. I'm trying to pull my feet apart out of the mud now, pulling my legs apart. So I'm just coming up, down, up, down. Five. Four, three, two, one. Now bring your arms in, in front, here, elbows, shoulders back, and then we just start punching back and forth, still digging those heels in the floor. Still digging those heels in the floor. So you're working the back of the shoulders, you're getting the core engaged, getting the core engaged, really suck in on there. Nice and strong, heels in the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. Slowly coming up. Squeezing loop. And if you're just up here, same thing applies. Dig those heels in the floor. Exactly the same if you ever go into a squat position, if you can squat. So if you're squatting, a good thing to do is to use a chair sometimes for a few reasons that it you now know how low you can go. And it stops us doing this. You can add a cushion to the chair as well. But the key thing again is to dig your heels into the floor and then slowly come down as slow as you can. Take a seat, set yourself. Dig those heels in the floor as hard as you can, and then drive up. Obviously, again, that's not for everyone, but what I'm doing the whole time is, on that way down, I'm slow. I'm digging the heels into the floor. And that's what I want you to think about in this first instance, is squeezing the muscle. Anyway, morning, Dawn. On to more nutritional things we can do. So, what does the research show? Well, with more rheumatoid arthritis, there is some evidence around... Uh, Lectins in, which are found in like nightshades, lagoons, um, so like lentils, things like that. But it's not very concrete because they often provide a lot of nutrition as well. So some would argue that the nutrition they provide counteracts that. But it's it's definitely one to of interest. Um, there is a link in women between osteoarthritis, uh, sorry, rheumatoid arthritis and um, weight. So fat, generally high sugar, high 
uh, high sugar foods are linked to it as well. So that's one to obviously be aware of. Osteoarthritis, cholesterol is actually often linked to it. Um, and again, weight, fat loss, but also exercise because how it changes your tissue, fat tissue, and in general, the weight on the joint as well. And muscle, muscle shouldn't be underestimated here. And I just want to um, show you a graph actually that talks about cholesterol on here. So this was um, from a study and if you do have high cholesterol, here's just like they modeled 33% reduction uh, beta-glucan, which is the 4% the one, that's found, so that one there, that's found in oats. 15, 20 grams of soy protein, 30 grams of nuts, 2.5 plant sterols, that's like those yogurts, 5% reduction in saturated fat, 10 kilos of weight loss. Now, obviously that's not set in stone, but it's just an interesting perspective on it, okay, on how maybe dietary changes can help, and a lot of them are independent of weight loss as well, so you shouldn't feel disheartened, and that's before I've even got to really about the role of muscle and that's why vitamin d and vitamin k is often so um heavily recommended with it and that's linked to that muscle strength as well um, and vitamin d is obviously getting a lot of um publicity at the moment as well omega-3 fish oil as well will be the one so if i was just really sum it up if you wanted like free that i would say a no-brainers that would be muscle uh, strengthening so resistant style exercise making sure we're exercising in general so essentially something as well as walking if you can because often walking depending on your condition depending on maybe the weather how cold it is as well you might have better days and worse days so the good thing about resistance exercise you can do it even if you're you know a little bit maybe it's cold outside maybe your muscles aren't warmed up yet you can do it inside you can do it in one minute we do little one minute workouts as well this allows it to fit your lifestyle okay um, omega-3, vitamin D, vitamin K. If you wanted a few more things, obviously like um, foods rich in antioxidants, because that's linked to inflammation, you know, berries, lots of greens are gonna be great for it as well. If I was to go into a bit more detail, if you wanted stuff that was a bit like out there a little bit more, not even maybe out there, like um, curcumin, which is found in turmeric, um, obviously has anti-inflammatory properties as well, which is, could be beneficial as well so um they're just a few things and i'm going to be touching on this in a bit more detail because it's it's definitely something that i feel needs to be addressed especially when we're starting out or maybe we have worries whether we can do something or not and i'm also going to be touching on this in the free five-day kickstart which we start on monday monday the 15th of feb um so if you're in on that the link is above to register and you can ask any questions on that throughout it as well. We're going to be going over five days. So number one will be kind of seeing where you're at now, where you want to go. Number two will be all about nutrition. And in the Q&As every day, that's where we'll specify it to you a bit more. You can get a bit more one-to-one -one access and specific advice on your situation, whether it is about arthritis or something else. Um, day three and four are about how to manipulate them a bit more. So around the exercise and nutrition, adapting them for you, whether that's around snacking, comfort eating, meal planning, really perfecting the simple nutrition plan that we give you on the Tuesday. On the Friday, we set your task. So on the Friday, that's when we go over your free habits. And you leave with essentially free habits in the areas of food, fitness, and self-care that you can just go off and do straight away. So if you want to join us, link above. Any questions, as always, let me know. Stay safe, eat your protein, drink your water, and I will see you soon. Take care.